Hello everybody, good to be with you. So this video really is to help you confront uh, something that I call spiritual guilt. And what I mean by spiritual guilt is it's that little voice in your head that's constantly saying, you're not doing this enough, you're not doing this right, uh, you should be doing more, you should be reading more, you should be meditating more, you should be concentrating more, you should be going to start sign more, whatever it is. You should be doing more and you should be doing better. And it's basically the same voice that's there in the rest of our lives too, but it in the spiritual life, it can be pretty debilitating because what it will do is we'll grow frustrated with that and we may actually end up doing less. So, and that would just, either way, it's just conditioning. But I wanna show you something where if you're alert, then, you can, you can do on a regular basis. It takes almost no time and uh, it will help you to clear at that moment. And collectively, I'm gonna have a, uh, an effect there too, but I don't really like to give practices before collectively for, you know, for, for duration's sake. I like to do it for what's gonna help you right now. So that's what we're gonna really approach here. So it's just noticing what you really are. It's cutting through all the noise and all the, the, the dis disturbances and the coronavirus and, and, and the bills and everything else. And uh, you can do so without, without any real trouble. So we'll do an experiential thing together first. And I will, and then after we do the experiential thing, then I'll show you the, quick thing that you can do uh, during the day. So <clears throat> let's just close our eyes. Let's get comfortable. If the body wants to get comfortable, if it doesn't, it can stay tense as a rod, whatever it wants to do. So we want to look at the progression of identification and we're going to do it going backwards instead of forwards. So right now, the sense of things on a relative level, well, it's not really, but it used to be. <laughs> It used to be that I am Fred. That was my, that's the report. Sometimes it can still feel like that, but only briefly. So, just notice that you feel like that name, that body, if you do. If you don't, still notice that name and that body and notice you don't feel like that. But we start out from this place of, I am Fred. I am this singular human being living in space and time. Now let's go back a step. And the next step is really the witness state. And now, instead of being a Fred, I am a removed, detached witness 
and I am witnessing Fred. I am witnessing Fred, the unit, as it goes through its movie, but it feels more like my movie than its movie, right? It's still my movie, but there's some part of me that's detached and able to watch my movie as I go through my movie. But there's still a there's still an eye present. It's less uh, demanding, less central, because that's what we're looking at. Is that when we look at that first stage, I am Fred. That's there's very much a center there, because everything in the world points to the fact that you are the center of everything, and it's. It's not even vain, it's just the way that vision and even hearing, our senses present things, is that we are in the center. So as I am Fred, I am a center. I am the witness of Fred that is quite a bit more detached. And uh, I notice that it will be, there'll be less suffering there. It can still be joy, but there'll be less suffering. But there'll still be suffering. So notice the witness state. And then let's go back a step. <coughs> now what I'm stating is I am. <coughs> I'm no longer stating that I am a Fred or I am a witness to Fred. I'm just stating I am. Feel that. This would be what they call the much ballyhooed I am state. Noticing that you are, but that you're not anything in particular. You don't even know what you are. You just know that you are. And the feeling is, I know that I am, and I could not not be. That's the feeling. And that will be the rule. For uh, That will be how a lot of teachers see it. Let's put it that way. So I am. Now let's take it back a step. In order to see this clearly, you're going to have to do it for yourself. Even if you've done it before with me, do it again with me right here, right now, because this is what counts. Whatever it is I'm talking to, I'd like for you to make an observation and tell me which is more true for you. Is it more true for you to report to me, I am, which you just did, 
or is it more truthful for you to tell me there's a sense of being which feels more true? If you're like me, and 98% of the people that I ask, the truth is that the sense of being feels more true, more primal, further back, as it were. So with the I am, there was a sense of I am, there's a sense of I am and I have always been. That's the sense of it. <clears throat> the sense of being is that there's only a sense of being. There's really no more information than that. Is that there is a sense of being. I'm not even saying that I am the sense of being. I'm just saying that there's a sense of being. I'm also not saying I am not the sense of being. I'm just saying there's a sense of being. So the strong, strong, very strong implication here is that there is I can see my little dog is going to join us. Willie, hush. Let's go back to I am. There's just this sense. There's actually, we call it a knowing. We call it knowing that I am. And I understand that it's not untrue. It's not unskillful. It may just not be as true as it could be. I am, I am here. I have always been here. I could not not be here. That's the feeling. Now let's go back again. Take that step. Check to see which is more primal, which would be more true for you to report. I am, or there's a sense of being. And again, if you're like 98% of the people that I work with, possibly 99, then you'll notice that the sense of being is more primal. It feels more true. There's a sense of being. There's not a sense of being anything there's no sense, certainly no sense of being anyone. 
There's not a sense of being anywhere. There's just a sense of being. Now notice that the sense of being is not a statement that you are. It's not the statement I am. And it's not the statement I am not. It is simply a statement, straightforward, no other information. There is a sense of being. But let's notice the language here and the feeling. You can check your own body, check your own feelings right now, own body, so to speak. Is that this sense of being is actually not a constant. The sense of being feels like it's a constant, just like I am does. It feels like there's a sense of being and it could not not exist. But there's no statement that the sense of being is mine. There's just a sense of being. There's a very strong implication that there is something somewhere, somehow, that has this sense of being, that it belongs to something, that there is an owner to this sense of being somewhere. Check. See if you can find an owner to the sense of being. When I say sense of being, I'm meaning this present sense of existence. It's nothing exotic. And it's not about going to a higher level of awareness. There is no higher level of awareness than, than the one you had when you started out. That's the highest level of awareness that there is because there's only one level because there's only one awareness. Within that single level of awareness, there can be infinite gradations of clarity. But that awakeness is neither higher nor lower. Equality is the rule of the day. So now let's look at something. There's the sense that the sense of being has always been here. It's eternal. You can't find any boundary to it. Let's try. Can you find an, a boundary to the sense of being? Can you find a boundary to this sense of existence right now? If you think it stops at the edge of the, your body, you're wrong. You don't have a body.
There are billions of bodies within you and there is no body and no thing outside of you. There is no inside or outside to the sense of being. There's just a sense of being. And let's notice that the sense of being is not a statement about the truth of being. It's not saying I am. Nor is it saying I am not. The sense of being, the sense of anything, doesn't necessarily point to the truth of something. It only points to an experience of. An experience doesn't mean it's true. Look at the I am. Look at the I am Fred. Look at the, the, the witness. All of those feel true. But they aren't. It's a sense of truth. As we go back and back, we start to move beyond the sense of truth to the truth. Notice that although the sense of being feels eternal and infinite, notice that it may be infinite, but it's not eternal. And it's really not infinite. It sort of is. And it sort of isn't would be a much better way to put that. I'll be less tricky in just a minute. There's a sense of a Fred here. There's the sense of a witness to a Fred here. There's the sense purely that I am. And there is the sense of being. The first three are not true because we can go beyond them right here. But how about that sense of being? We can't actually prove it's not the same thing as saying I am being, is it? Or there is being. No, it's not. There's a sense of it. There's a feeling of it. There's an experience of it. But look at virtual reality. There's an experience of a whole different world, different colors, different shapes, different people, whatever, whatever they want to, to, to make you feel like you're in. That's an experience, but it's not the same thing as the truth. Because you may think you're out there fighting aliens, but I can just see a fool on the couch moving his arms around. So the, there's the experience of being. 
that still does not point to the truth. Or it may, but it doesn't have to. I mean, I even suspect that I am. But I can't prove it. Now, it seems like there must be something over here that has that sense of being. But I can't find it. Can you? So let's notice something. What do you remember prior to the birth of that unit? I don't remember anything prior to the birth of Fred. Nothing, nothing whatsoever. I can't confidently predict that there will be, quote, an afterlife for Fred, except for I can confidently present, confidently present that there won't be because there's no Fred that's incarnated yet. So it's impossible to believe that there's going to be a Fred that comes back. There has to be one here before it can come back in the future. <laughs> and there's just not one here that I can find. So in other words, prior to the body, there's no sense of being. So the body is the sense of being. And prior to that, Prior to that, what? No thing. Prior to that is no thing. Now there's no such thing as nothing. So we have to be very careful here. But just notice that when we talk like this, there's a feeling. I like to say that it's a membrane that we brush against. There's bleed through. I can't explain it. I can't point to it. I can't tell you about it. Only thing I can tell you is it feels like I know that what is prior to this is the potential for this. What's prior to the sense of being is the potential for it. And I can't touch that. I can't tell you about it. I can't describe it. I can't measure it. I can't do anything. Now, the short thing I want you to do during the day is I want you to jump from I am Fred. Just go back. I am, you, now, you can go back one at a time, or you can take the full leap. You can go back from I am Fred to I am that and then just stop. And whatever's going on when you stop, that unidentifiable I don't even, I can't go any further. 
that's what you are. You can jump from who you think you are to who you are in seconds. Do it for 30 seconds, do it for 10 seconds, do it for 10 minutes. It makes no difference. You can't stay on it for 10 minutes. You'll have to come back and back and back because there's nothing to stay on. Okay. So I hope that proves effective for you. Let me know. I'm sure you will, particularly if it doesn't work for you, you let me know. But it's been great spending some time with you. I love you.